Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back, everybody, to The Dwell Podcast. This is your host, Natalie Abbott. And today we are talking practical. We are getting our hands dirty and we are talking about how do we fight the lies of the enemy when he comes at us. And the verse we're looking at is from Matthew 4, 4. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And today I have Ren Robbins. This is her last little episode with us. Um, If you didn't listen to episode one and two, after you finish this one, you should go back and listen. Um, In those episodes, we talk a little bit more about kind of the context of the verse itself and more on the verse. Um, But this time we're going to talk about application. How do we apply this idea to our lives of using God's word as a weapon against the enemy? So welcome, Ren. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm so pumped. And we finally get to talk. We We were both just saying how hard it is or how hard it was <laughs> to not get into that practical application yeah. stuff already. But we've been holding back and now it's time to let the floodgates open. So Ren, let's do it. Teach us, lady. <laughs> Tell us what we need to know. Oh my goodness. Well, and this is so funny because you know, when you you know, when you share something, you are thinking you want to be proficient in it when you share it. But mm. sometimes God calls you to share things that you are just in the trenches in. And this is it. This is it for me. Or taking thoughts captive and to really letting scripture penetrate my heart, my mind, and then pulling those up and battling against the enemy when he mm. throws those lies at, at you. And so I am I am in the trenches you know, and so I don't want to ever anybody to ever think that Ren has arrived or anything, but I am a work in progress. So, but there's something that the Lord brought to my mind when I was really digging into this uh, verse. And, you know, we talk about how Jesus came at the devil uh, and he, um, he literally used scripture to battle against uh, the, the enemy. And so with our verse this month, it's, um, you know, man does not live, shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so it's so important that we store God's word in our heart, in our mind. I know as a kid, I did Bible drill and I will tell you, I know some people might frown on it, but Bible drill for three years, I can still remember verses and the books of the Bible and all of that from that. And so you can't tell me that learning scripture as as a child doesn't affect you as an adult because it does. And so some of these words and some of these things that I am even bringing up are scriptures that I learned as a kid. So I'm so grateful. That's amazing. I really am for my parents and our church that really, you know, took time to do that with the kids um, in the church. But God brought something to my mind the other day when I was thinking about this and I was thinking about, I think I was making fettuccine Alfredo. And here's the thing. If you know me (laughs) at all, you know that sometimes you just kind of have to just throw something in. I mean, it might not be fettuccine noodles. It might be bow tie. And you know what? It's going to be fine. <laughs> It'll taste. And my husband will be like, what's this? I'm like, it's fine. It's noodles. It'll be fine. Eat it. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but I, I love how you say bow tie also. You're like bow tie. Bow tie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm such. I, I'm I just love it. I love it. South. 
for sure. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> but anyway, I was thinking about that strainer that I was using, colander, strainer, whatever, that I was using. So when I was dumping the noodles in and I was letting all the hot, steamy water, you know, come out the holes in the bottom on the sides. And I was thinking about how, you know, pretend that you have a strainer on your head, okay, without the water, mm -hmm. okay, without the bow tie needles, and you're holding it on your head and thoughts are coming in. It could be from you. It could be from the enemy and the thoughts are coming in. So what you need to do is you need to filter all of those thoughts through a strainer. Pretend you have a strainer mm -hmm. over your head and you're, you're straining the thoughts. So if they are, and we're going to go back to Philippians 4, 8, which is mm -hmm. if there's anything excellent, praiseworthy, true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable. If anything that is not one of those things, that's when you've got to grab it. You've got to take it captive. So literally mm. you are going to have to take it captive, <laughs> you know, pretend your hand is reaching in that colander, that strainer and grabbing that thought. And then you literally have to take it captive. You have to bind it and you have to get rid of it. And then you, you have to just use that verse. And then if it, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy or true or right or pure or, or admirable or lovely, those things can come and, and drip down into your heart and your soul and your mind. Hmm. But if it's not, that is, it's like the strainer test. I don't know. I, it just came to me, but I feel like yeah. that's what we've got to do. But we've got to know the word of God so that when, not if, when the enemy comes out or when those thoughts come out of nowhere, where you're like, I wasn't even thinking about that. We know that you can only think one thing at a time. So if we mm. know you can only think one thing at a time. So you know that you've got to do the strainer test. Is it good? Is it excellent? Is it praiseworthy? Is it true? Is it admirable? Okay, if it's not, take it captive, get rid of it. And I'll have to tell you, sometimes I have to literally, if I hear something in my head that is a thought that is not praiseworthy, not excellent, not admirable, not true, I sometimes have to even say out loud, stop, stop. Now, I do not, or no, <laughs> I have to tell you, do not do this in the middle of home goods. <laughs> that will not be good, guys, okay? It's that crazy lady again. She keeps talking to herself. She keeps saying, stop. No. But if I'm at the house and I'm just doing laundry from here to there or whatever, and I have a thought, mm. no, stop. And then immediately replace it. You've got to replace it with a thought that is true and excellent and praiseworthy and admirable. So I think that mm. strainer test is going to really help me when I'm, when I'm walking through this of just really putting you know, visual, I'm so visual and practical, you know that about me. So I love that. <laughs> I'm just thinking, how often do we walk around with no strainer? Like how often are we just walking around letting whatever we're taking in just be absorbed? You know, like we talk about our kids with television that way, where we're like, don't just take it in. You have to like, it's not, that's a, it's an act. It's not a passive thing to watch TV at our house. It's an active thing. We want you to be thinking about what is this saying to you? And sometimes we even will like deconstruct commercials with them or whatever, just to help them understand, like, you know, do you think that that t-shirt is going to make you cool? Mm -hmm. Is it actually going to, no. Mm -hmm. Okay. We just want you to know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
or what is it that this show is really about or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, there, everything always has an agenda and, you know, the devil has an agenda for us and he wants to defeat us and to keep us from being fruitful and from, you know, having lives that are reflective of the God who loved us and made us, you know. And, you know, in John ten ten, when it says that God came, I think it's John ten ten, that he came to have to give us life abundantly, that he came. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us to be in a ball of anxiousness and a ball yeah. of nerves or a ball of, you know, unsettledness. He wants peace for us and he is mm. peace for us. We just have to use, you know, use what we said earlier last week when we talked about the armor of God and that, we, mm. you know, he's given us the scripture. He's given us his words to have that as defense against or had mm-hmm. it against what the enemy is putting in our heads. And I was even thinking about you know, our phones, how that is such a, um, a an addiction, addicted thing that we have mm-hmm. to mentally make sure we put the phone down. I mean, like that's what is really difficult for a lot of us to do. But if we, you know, our kids are growing up seeing us looking at our phones. So how much are they going to see, you know? And mm. so how much that we have to have that, like, what is, what is the phone instructing us? And, you know, what is Instagram? And I'll tell you, sometimes when I'm just scrolling, I just feel icky after I get off of the phone. I just really do. And it's like, okay, that's when I'm like, okay, let's, let's pull that back. Like, let's get on when we want to do this. And I started setting timers, honestly, of saying, okay, I'm going to interact, you know, on the Friends of a Feather podcast, Instagram, for 15 minutes and then it's, and then it's, and it's all, you know, turn it off, yeah. put it in a different room, put it under the, you know, couch cushion or whatever you got to <laughs> do, you know? So, but, but uh, when you talked about your kids and TV, I thought about our phones too, of what we're letting get oh, in. Yeah. Well, and I think sometimes as adults, especially as parents, we do a really great job of parenting that, you know, maybe not always, but like setting limits for our kids and saying, oh, no, you can't have your phone after such and such an hour. Or, no, you only get this much time on it or whatever. Um, or this is how we interact with television. And is this appropriate or not appropriate to watch or read or look at or whatever? Um, but do are we doing that with ourselves? Mm. I agree. You know, that's because we kind of give ourselves a pass and we're like, oh, well, but, and you know, I mean, there, it's not all bad, but for our spiritual health, we need to be finding places, i.e. in God's word and fellowship with one another and prayer and those things that are actually filling us up in ways that are going to be lasting and not just kind of temporary fills. You know, absolutely. You know, I want to share this verse that I was reading in First Thessalonians. And so it's talking about the end times and it's in first uh, eight in chapter five. And it said, and I really love this because I had just been studying about the full armor of God or going through this verse and then rem- being reminded of the full armor of God. And it says, be clear headed, protected by the armor of faith and love and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation. And I thought that was such a good thing. This is, you know, in this, in first Thessalonians, it is talking about the end times. And so that was a verse that is, you know, reminding us about the armor of God of continually having the armor of God on and being clear headed and being here clear headed means that we are not letting those thoughts come through the strainer, but we are um, combating against them with the word of God, with scripture. 
I love this trainer image. I don't think I'm ever going to let that one go. <laughs> like every time I really do. Because part of it is like, it, it, in some ways, it's almost like gross to me. I'm like, mm. oh, I can't imagine sticking a spaghetti strainer on my head. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but I think I need that visceral response <laughs> to help me like be like, oh, yeah, this is how important it is for me to be straining out the things yeah. that, you know. Um, so here's a question for you, Ren. Okay. What do you feel like is a common theme or a way that Satan comes at you with lies or his attacks? Mm. It's definitely through fear. It definitely is through fear. And he uses that. Um, he knows my weaknesses. He knows that that is something that I go to. I'm really working hard at training my brain and training myself to go to the word of God. Um, but it is, it's in fear. It's in lack of control. It is all of that anxiety. Mm. Um, and, you know, we, we really saw this when we were walking through infertility and, um, mm. you know, I, I, I'm the, I was just like, you know, God's going to allow it to happen if we're supposed to have a baby and, um, it, you know, naturally and, um, and, Jim, my husband was like, yes, but I, you know, we need to go to the doctor to see if there's anything wrong. And so we did end up doing that. And a lot of the things that I feared happened. I had endometriosis. I had, had to have a surgery with that. I had a thyroid issue I had to correct. You know, we had to, um, we did, we chose to do fertility treatments and, um, mm -hmm. but you know, all the things that I was so afraid of, God used. And I remember I wrote a blog on this years ago, just my journey. It was really for me. It was therapy for me to, you know, get it out and, and write about mm -hmm. it. But um, I remember seeing on my flip, um, I think it was just like a flip of, of sayings and scripture verses. And um, it said, um, answers to prayer come in unexpected ways sometimes. And, you know, unexpected things. It was, you know, our child that we, um, you know, were hoping for but and praying for. But um, and we had prayed, you know, Lord, lead us, guide us. And then he directed us through this way. But but that's answered prayer sometimes come that way. And it's not in the way that you want or the way that you expect. Um, but the mm -hmm. cool thing is that, you know, God's presence is with us no matter what. And that's really what we were clinging to is that he is with us no matter what, no matter what happens. If we have a baby, um, you know, biologically or not, he is going to be with us. And I think uh, scripture was really important during that time and just thinking about God being with us during that. Mm. And I think that's just beautiful. You know, just, it just sort of encapsulates what this verse is saying to us, mm -hmm. you know, that it's not just our physical needs, um, not that our physical needs aren't important to the Lord, um, but it's not bread alone that we live on. We do live on bread. Like we physically must have it, mm -hmm. but ju not just that alone, but our real deepest need is the word of God. We need the presence of God in our lives mm -hmm. to be there for us, to be, we want him you know, the God of the universe to walk, to feel like he is walking alongside of us through our difficulties. Um, and I do think that's part, part of that is through his word is through knowing him and allowing him to speak to us and to comfort us and to hold us up and to be present with us through his people. Even, you know, I'm sure so many people probably walked, 
with you through that and were reflections of Christ to you in that time. Absolutely. And I remember even, you know, diving back to that first episode we had um, about the experiencing God study I did as a teenager. I remember, you know, part of that study is that God is at work. You just got to jump in and get involved in it. You know, so God is at work. And and we kept saying that about our infertility journey, that God is at work. We know Um, after that, after we had our son, um, you know, a couple years after we were desiring a a second child and um, God chose to not allow us to have that. And that is okay. God was showing us how to be content and it really has taken us on a journey and we are so content. And I think a lot of that is where this podcast, my podcast grew out of, of um, Mm. it's my second baby, you know, and it's (laughs) it's really my ministry. And um, Mm. I would have never known that would have been something that I would have ever in a million years of hosting my own podcast. I'm you know, kind of boisterous Wren, but like down deep, I'm kind of like, I want to be in the background. I kind of, you know, I'm not really sure about things, but when God puts something on your heart, you just, you just do it. And and that's the thing about with our infertility journey is God is at work. We just got to jump in and, and become a part of it. And so that's what he's asking us to do. He's at work wherever we are and around us. And I remember so many friends were so the hands and feet of Christ for us and during that time with prayers. And I was looking back through, I had published my blog into a small like book just for myself. Um, I didn't sell mm-hmm. it or anything, but it was just my thoughts from the blog. And one friend had, I had named the blog Umbrellas for Me, Joy in the Rain. And she dropped off this sweet umbrella, antique umbrella pin um, at my school. I was teaching kindergarten at the time and she dropped it off um, for me and just said, I saw this for, and this is you. You're an umbrella girl. And um, and uh, I'm getting teary just thinking about it because that and yeah. then people bring it, you know, bringing us medicine after my endometriosis surgery and the silly stuff I said after that surgery, <laughs> you know, and all the things, that, that, but the body of Christ was just just so near to mm-hmm. us and dear to us. And, um, and that's mm-hmm. precious. Ren, it has been so good hearing your story and your good practical advice and just talking about the value of how you've seen God at work in your life and just the bigger picture of, you know, our need for him. Um, so thank you so much for, for being on these episodes. Like I said, if you didn't listen to episode one and two, you should. Episode two is just, she like breaks it all down for us. So go back. If you're thinking about like, what, you know, what are they talking about? Mm. You know, how are they applying this first? Go back and find out what it means. Mm. Um, cause it'll really make a whole lot more sense to you, um, to go back and hear that. Anyhow, uh, Ren hosts the Friends of a Feather podcast, which is awesome. So if you want to find out more about her there, check her out. She has a great podcast and she's just a great person. We're so thankful for you being on here, Ren. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. And thank you for all y'all do for Dwell. It is absolutely amazing. And I think you are making a huge difference in oh, the lives you. of people. Thank you, girl. Awesome. All right. Take care, Ren. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.